Ready when you are. Ready when you are. So you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's get. Let's. You want to do a friends start where we do a huddle? You know how? And then the when the the episode they didn't huddle. That was when Joey busted his his mm-hmm. shoulder real bad. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Dislocated it. It was gone. Yep. But no, I don't. Still finish the scene, so we don't need to do a huddle. We don't need uh, <laughs> no pre-flight ritual for us to get ready. No. Do you want to watch Harry Potter number four before we do the podcast? No. I mean, that what is the what is the the fourth installment? That can be our huddle. No. You sure? Yeah, because we just hit record. Everything's ready. We're set up. Okay. Well, come on. All right. All right, so you want you do the countdown. You start the countdown today. In five, and a four, and a three, and a two. And we're live. Welcome back, everyone, to the Kresley Pod. We are in a new venue, new, new recording studio. We have yet to record from the living room. Uh, if you can imagine, Leslie's very comfy on a couch, cozy, ready, has a chihuahua on her lap. The famous, the infamous scooter, and I am sitting on the floor on the carpet. And I got a floor desk. Links will be in the description in the show notes. So definitely recommend the floor chair and the little tabletop I got. It's awesome. Shout out to the woman who bought the chair. Yeah, shout out stepmom. Thank you, Laura. Appreciate it. Uh, you know, now that you say that. I recommend this for everyone that has a birthday. Everyone who has a birthday, do this. Go to Amazon, create your own personal birthday list, and as you come across neat things that you don't want to buy for yourself that are really just on the risque edge of whether or not you should own them, and just add it to your birthday list. A couple weeks before your birthday, keep blasting your friends and family that same Amazon list. Very important. You get things that you kind of want. And speaking of birthdays, it's Margarita's birthday. Happy birthday, Mar. Margarita. Happy birthday. She is, every one of her birthdays, she has three shots of tequila. And she's done it many times. Shout out, Mar. Appreciate her. There you go. Last time for her birthday, we went to Six Flags. That was not her birthday. No. (laughs) It was fun. All right. So we do have a great show in store for you guys today. You know, a little bit off the cuff, but uh, we definitely have direction. Leslie, how are you feeling today? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think it might have been podcast four. Mm Mm-hmm that we discussed this where I said, you know, why do people ask that? Yeah, so go with your, your gut answer. All right. I'm a little tired, a little lazy. I would love to be watching Harry Potter 4 right now. Just finished Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, now I'm ready for the next one. Nice. Just cycling through them. So that's how you feel. Tired, lazy, wants to watch Harry Potter. We should start giving that answer to people on the street. That'd be great. I would love that. All right. Well, I just, I wanted you to, to share how you felt. That way that sets the tone for the pod. Everyone 
get ready, get relaxed, get your Harry Potter glasses on, grab your wand, because here we go. Starting with health. We were talking about gut. Leslie taught me a lot about it, taught everyone a lot about it, made me want to go back and just come up with a, a quick little list. And honestly, this, uh, this is coming from one of my favorite guys, Sim Land. Top three gut recommendations. These are the top three things that you need to be doing to strengthen your gut microbiome, all right? Number one, stay away from highly processed refined foods, oils, and sugars. Those things absolutely destroy your microbiome, your gut microbiome. You know, one of the things we try to do, we try to set up our environment. We have very minimal snacks. If we do get them, like this weekend with a couple Twixes, couple Reese's we just make sure we devour them don't let them linger around because then you're just kind of munching just knock it out right away maybe that's not the best advice that's just how we do it just get it out number two time restricted eating it helps to strengthen your microbiome all right this it does that by because even though you're fasting more and all that stuff it actually allows to increase the variety in your in your microbiome so that's how it strengthens it by making it more diverse down there. So I thought that was interesting. Number three, circadian rhythm alignment. That helps to regulate your digestion, your metabolism, and the overall gut function. Look into it. I'm gonna link the awesome quick short video link where I got that stuff from, but it was very pertinent to our previous discussions. What are you thinking? What are you thinking about right now? About your gut? <laughs> You don't want to know what I'm thinking. I do want to know what you're thinking. I'm sorry. Even if it has nothing to do with the top three recommendations, I got them out. I just wanted our listeners to know the top three things they could do. They could stay away from highly processed foods, time-restricted eating, and circadian rhythm alignment. Go to sleep and wake up at the same times every day. That's it. That's all I wanted to get out. Okay, so what about the times where people can't hit their marks and what? Should they feel bad about it? Should they beat themselves up about it? Yeah, they should kill themselves about it because they are killing themselves. Either way, they're killing themselves. Do you know whether or not your doctor was a D student? He still shows up every day as the doctor, you know? It's all right to get a 60%. Don't get a 59%, then you're failing. That's how I aim for a D student. Okay. Being a D student's achievable. I think the processed food suggestion is great. I think the circadian rhythm suggestion is also great. I think sometimes it's hard to eat within that time frame, within those windows. Like things come up sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, what's the point of doing that kind of stuff, right? You want a healthy gut to do what? work for you keep you healthy take care of your insides take care of your insides so you can have a longer life but it's not necessarily a longer life it's the quality of the years of your life so that leads to a study that i came across as well again sims just popping out all these awesome videos uh there was a study that showed a lower biological age by three years after eight weeks of eating clean. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. I thought that was incredible because they actually delivered a very solid diet that included things like 10 eggs within the week, 
things like a total of three ounces of liver in the week, all of those things give you all of the micronutrients that you need. They had to do 30 minutes of exercise and one 60-minute session, I think, a week. It wasn't that the study where he said, like, if your liver isn't good, then eat someone else's liver. <laughs> no, it's, no, what study is that? That's a good one. Oh. Did you know that wolves save the liver for the leader of the pack? Because, it, yeah, she's shaking her head. Yes, she, of course she knows that because she's my wife. And yeah. I say these things. Yeah, babe, I'm totally giving you the liver because you're the leader of this pack. Hell yeah. Give me all that liver juice so I can lead this pack to righteousness. But should anyone want to get their epigenetics done and know their biological age, which we're planning to do? It's $579. It's $299. <laughs> Per test, you could take a pee test or a blood test. You can learn your biological age. I think it's interesting. I know I feel 12 mentally. Leslie looks 12 physically. So it would be interesting to see what our real biological ages are. Okay. I would love to see Scooter's biological age. Dude, that guy is 99. Can you do dogs, you think? Probably. We could just... Pinch out some of his piss. <laughs> just said, all right, let's waste three hundred dollars just sending dog DNA. <laughs> I am so down to do that, dude. It's like, well, you're the age of a fourteen-year-old dog. <laughs> I'll do it if you do it. I'll if do you it go halfsies with me, okay. Three hundred bucks. All right. We just got to get some pee. Oh, that's easy. They pee all the time. They do pee all the time. We just got to get our mouth, I mean, our cups underneath them. Get your biological age test done at mydnh.com. What is it? Mydnh.com. D-N-A-G-E.com. Mm -hmm. Mydnh.com. Yeah, send us how old you are. Simland was 16, and he's like 26-ish. He eats healthy. All right, so I'm going to switch over to wealth, all right? Transition to this quote I got from this executive this week. Well, he actually gave me two quotes. The first one is, 99% of ideas fail because planning is hard and execution is impossible. Dude, that's why I got 99 problems, but bills ain't one. Exactly. Because you're great at executing minimum payments on bills. <laughs> Uh, but still, I mean, I, I just think it's it's so easy to make an idea. I'm great at that. At that, I'm great at making ideas. All right, and <laughs> I'm not very good at planning. Like my planning's kind of subpar. Yeah, I agree. I'm good at executing. So I, I my goal just from thinking about that quote is to actually just focus more on planning the planning phase and giving it the respect it deserves i agree because sometimes we go on trips and then we end up at a two-star motel it's a great adventure because chris doesn't plan it was a great adventure the second quote that he said is that customers that leave for price come back for service customers that leave 
due to service won't come back for any price. <laughs> so we got to focus on our service. <laughs> Quack. Uh, I hate you so much. What's your experience been with freelance working as far as just looking for jobs on the side, like through Upwork? So Upwork happens to be a platform that allows you to do freelance work. So you got to make your own profile. It's almost like a LinkedIn, but with a quicker turnover. So... My experience has been in the six interviews I've done, I'd say four, I got hired for one job and it's just really easy. It's really easy because you don't sign up your life away for like a forever year contract. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, if you're just getting out of college and looking for a job, Really think twice about signing your life away. Maybe do some freelance work first. <coughs> Leslie's punctuating today with burping. No exclamation points, no periods or question marks, just a belch. It's nice. Uh, I mentioned that because the freelance stuff, because I was looking at more things that we could do and because we got these nifty microphones learning how to edit podcasts i was like why don't we do voiceover acting and came across some great potentials first one for leslie was a british accent i mean hello hello governor hello love leslie where are the crumpets i run out of all my crumpets where's where's my crumpets and my butterscotch Rubbish. Rubbish? You're rubbish. You got any more of that spotted dick? Pardon? Any spotted dick or or Yorkshire puddings? No. Darling, no. You, you, don't, you don't make no spotted dicks or Yorkshire puddings? No. God. I feel like you don't even know what I'm talking about. You're supposed to be English. <laughs> UK-ish, British. So is that your accent? I could definitely do a British accent on some sort of voice recording. You know what I just realized? I cannot. I think you can. I don't think I can. You just weren't able to come up with any words. No, because it's not going to sound British. But what if someone gave you the script to make it sound British and you could practice it in the comfort of your own home? I'd have to practice. Well. You know what? What's your best Donald Trump impersonation? Oh my god, I don't have one. Just try it. Nope. There is a freelance voiceover acting job where they needed someone to do a Donald Trump impersonation for the entire series of this cartoon. And I don't have a Donald Trump impersonation. I Somebody just, out there does. I know, and I'm bummed because I was looking up videos, I was practicing, and the only thing I could come up with is his paper towel jumper. It's the, only, it's the best... Donald Trump impersonation I could do. No, oh, he said a lot of things. He, he said a lot. Mm -hmm. The Democrats. Yeah, see, I can't do it. I'm rich. Stone cold stunned. You're fired. You're, you're fired. That's a good one. There is another thing. The zone. Or flow states. 
want to start doing just a deeper investigation of that. I had to do a white paper with a gentleman just as a freelance job. Learned a lot about it. And I'm going to come up with my own personal protocol and just investigate further how to get into flow state. What is flow state? Well, it's flow. It's like, have you ever gotten into a state of where you just lose track of time and you're just immersed in what you're doing? Yes. And I'm glad you bring that up because I have been having a terrible time getting into flow state lately. Yeah. And that's the reason why uh, I'm going to just put together a solid protocol because when you're in flow state, you have 500% productivity increase, 490% skill acquisition increase, 430% creative problem solving increase, and three days of heightened creativity post flow state. Okay, so all that good stuff, but how? So one of the most important things to do is to actually set up your work that you want to do. Like know what you're going to work on before working on it. Good point. I'm going to do logical reasoning tomorrow. Yep. So, and then even get a little bit more granular. I'm going to read LSAT Trainer Logical Reasoning pages 347 to 369. I'm kidding. I lied because that isn't logical reasoning. It's actually reading comprehension. Okay. So that's why you got to get granular. So once you know what you're working on, you set it up, you have your workstation ready. After that, go for a walk to get energy and juices flowing that kind of stuff and maybe on that walk you had like a, a caffeinated beverage or like a green tea green tea helps boost the norepinephrine so that can help trigger it so you set up your work you go for a walk have a green tea come back to your workstation and you set a timer You've, you're great at setting timers so that's one of the most important things because you eliminate the perception of time so you can just be in flow state that entire session I I do like working with the timer, it helps. Mm -hmm. Or like the Pomodoro effect, which is 25 minutes on, five minutes off. There's a bunch of little things. But we're gonna have that investigation of or into flow, our own specific flow regimen. And things we tried that helped. Yep, things we tried that helped. You know, I like that 25 on, 10 minutes off. 25, five, and then the last you do that four times, and on the last one, you get a 15-minute break, and then you oh. do it again. Sounds amazing. The other important thing I learned just from doing this paper is after, after flow state, the recovery is actually just as important. So like meditating or napping or that kind of stuff after a session, a deep work session is very important. So again, going to be looking at the regimen. It's important stuff. You know, we actually had a, had a big week this past week, just getting into some life stuff. Uh, we had a death, a couple deaths in the family. Um, first one being Maxie, longtime dog. She was my best friend for quite a long time, uh, over 15 years. Birthday gift when I was 17. Did road trips together, did a lot of things together. and She yeah. loved them. Yep. She loved him. I loved him. And I overall just felt happy that she was able to move on and that we were able to spend as much time as we did with her. She lived in every single one of our homes with me and Leslie, with families, with friends, you know. So huge shout out to Maxie. Rest in peace. I love you. 
Leslie had written a very lovely poem. I was hoping to share it with you. I was hoping she would read it. Do you have it? I do have it. Death. Never expected, mostly rejected. Emotions and feelings of self neglected. Decay. Statistics and logistics of trauma projected. Looming sadness, tears, then madness. Repetitive cycle repeating its habit. Decay. Spirit astray. Indescribable, yet undesirable. Mouth wide shut, overwhelmed, undeniable. Decay. You know, I've been meaning to ask you what, when you wrote that, I was with you. Maxie was in the process of being put to sleep. Dying was literally happening. You had received some news too. And I just, I felt your vibe. I knew my vibe. And I wanted to ask you like, kind of like, how were you assessing yourself to like put those words out? Cause I love the poem. I think it's great. Well, I was assessing my feelings. So let me see. All right. Never expected, mostly rejected. So death, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like anyone knows when the hell they're going to die. Like we don't get notifications. Hey, I'm <laughs> going out next week. Like, well, Maxie texts me. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare for it. Cause I'm not going to yeah. be here. Like nobody does that. So it's never expected. And then mostly rejected, right? Because do we want our loved ones to die? No. That was a rhetorical question. No, we don't. (laughs) We don't. But oftentimes when people die, how many people take what they're feeling into consideration? How many people talk about what they're feeling? Maybe some people feel if they show an emotional side that they'll be perceived as weak individuals. Maybe people just don't want to talk about that. So emotions and feelings of self-neglected. If you bottle all that up, you're neglecting yourself. Right. You're neglecting your right to express. Statistics and logistics of trauma projected. I would say that is something that I feel on more of a personal level that I'm not willing to share. Anyhow, so looming sadness, tears, then madness. So looming sadness, like it's just utter sadness, right? Like, Mm -hmm. have you ever experienced a death where you're sad and then you get angry because maybe this individual put themselves in a situation that may have caused their death? So tears of sadness, then comes madness. Repetitive cycle repeating its habit. Because at least something that I'm trying to work through is, I guess, having more control over the sadness or over the anxiety that I may feel when it comes to death or when it comes to, I don't know, anything that I'm experiencing in my life that isn't ideal. The sadness and the madness, like, unless you let it go, then it's it's repeating. It's habit. You're just ruminating in that thought, and it's not good for your health, I would say. I would say maybe, like, 99% of the time, life is not ideal. Because not. things go astray. 
And that's the next sentence. It's spirit astray. <laughs> nice. Because you're not yourself. Yeah. You're not yourself. So spirit astray means you're, you're not yourself. It's not your ideal self. Right. And then we have indescribable yet undesirable. I remember that day you said, how are you feeling? You know, even when I got the news that I received. And it's mm-hmm. like, it was just a, a moment where I couldn't describe it. Yeah. Indescribable, yet undesirable. I couldn't describe it, but I didn't want to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Mouth wide shut. Because I had nothing to say. It was just a lot of feeling. So much that there's nothing to say. Mm-hmm. Overwhelmed, undeniable. So you asked me how I felt, and I wrote the poem to express that to you because otherwise I didn't know how to describe it. I love your emotion poems. You never keep me guessing. That um, I want to put that poem on just a great opportunity for a plug thinkthendo.com where you can see and just review Leslie's poem and we'll also get a printout on the store it's beautiful I love it and thank you for being there for me with Maxie because that helped me kind of put to words exactly how I was feeling I thought I was ready for Maxie dying and all that kind of stuff just because I've prepared for it mentally and all that kind of stuff. But when you're hit with life or you know or death or just living, it was just it was neat to feel uh, just how I felt because I couldn't describe it and it all hit me once it was happening and I thought that was. It was just interesting. So your poem really helped me in that moment. So, Well, thank you for always being there for me, too. Always got a hug for you. In life and in death. Absolutely. <sighs> well, th- not to, you know, set a tone of being, like, sad or any of that stuff. Because I really feel like that's just gratitude coming through. You know, because we're here to live life and observe it then and make sense of it in the best ways we can and art is a great outlet or medium for that and luckily i just so happen to marry a poetic genius so that's awesome uh but switching gears something really interesting that we just talked about it's like we've been talking about you know the phrase third world right you used the word third world country the other day and what what did you mean by it when you said third world? I don't remember. You said just a, just a derogatory phrase, just saying like an underdeveloped country. That's how you oh, how you meant it. Right. I said Mexico is no longer third world. Yeah. Still, and and but meaning that it's not underdeveloped. Mm-hmm. So when you take the literal definition of what are first, second, and third world countries, the first world is considered of the US, Western Europe, and their allies, right? And then second world is the so-called communist bloc, which is the Soviet Union, China, Cuba, and their friends. All the remaining nations in the world, which allied with neither group, were assigned to being third world. So it's just not 
necessarily underdeveloped. It's just outside of the U.S. and their friends and outside of China and their friends. So just fun, fun fact in the everything else, 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 else <laughs> life. Uh, and, you know, that that's really all I had for the pod. It's a little bit shorter of a pod today. Did you, did you have anything else? No, maybe I should talk less on these podcasts and they won't be as long. Ah, oh, we love it when you're prepared. Who's to say that I'm not prepared Well, today? I know you're prepared, but you prepare your... I guess the longer episodes, this is what I meant by that. So the longer episodes, when when you investigate a topic, just goes to, it's just your strength. When you dive into a topic, you really immerse yourself and come out with a lot of stuff to say. And, and, that, and that's it. So you, that's, it takes time, it takes energy. So sometimes we're going to have longer podcasts because of your depth and breadth of knowledge amen sister all right and you know if you guys did not get a haircut this week go get a haircut it feels good you know just have them have them just trim you up a little bit don't even do a full-blown cut grow your hair out just have them line you up just clean up your face it just just pamper yourself feel a little bit pampered this week that's what i recommend and buy buy a squat rack for your garage Alright, so you start pumping out squats midday for you. I need some damn protein. And get naked. Yeah, naked naked pea proteins. Exactly. Naked.com. Yeah. You know, and maybe run around naked all day for your your you know, wife or husband. You know? Sometimes people do that to distract you from, from work. Okay, I get the hint, Chris. I'm just I, saying do it. Do it more. I will It's great. I will Get you to do more of that around here. <laughs> <laughs> uh.